Welcome back to another episode of Clay, the podcast for Christian men desiring to be the best that they can possibly be. For his kingdom's cause, courageously leading, always yearning. That is what Clay stands for. We are Clay in his hands, being molded, being shaped, being formed into the men that uh, he has called us to be, designed us to be, and the men that we should desire to be. My name is Justin, I'm your host, and today we're going to continue our series that we're going through uh, for every Wednesday upload for at least uh, two more weeks here uh, on uh, homosexuality, uh, sexual immorality, Pride Month, all of the above. Uh, that's uh, what we've been talking about on our Wednesday episodes, continuing sort of a, a mini-series here. And today we are going to pick right back up and continue on with that series. Now, in the last couple of episodes, we have framed and talked about what the uh, the general issue is here. It's a sin issue. Uh, what it is that uh, we can uh, kind of start doing, or at least think about doing. And mainly, uh, the 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 point is how do we how do we get involved? How do we engage in this sphere? How do we engage in an atmosphere where? Uh, something is being so heavily worshipped by the world, and you are a prude or you are a bigot if you disagree. So today we're going to talk about uh, two uh, two different aspects of engaging in this uh, in this ministry, as I'm going to refer to it as, and uh, how do we uh, hold one another accountable, as and also walk in truth together during this time, during this period, and during these conversations, and engaging again, w- once again, with the world on this front. Now, you might be asking yourself, well, why does this matter so much? Why is it such an issue? Well, it's an issue because if you don't, if you don't get involved, if you don't uh, brush up on why it is uh, a, a wrong thing for someone to practice a life of homosexuality and live out this life or uh, so on and so forth, then you have no leg to stand on when, say, your kids come to you and ask you a question about it. If you don't have a battle plan put together, if you don't have a conversation plan put together, then you're not going to be able to converse about it to begin with. And you're going to be left exposed. You're going to be left uh, wondering yourself, well, I just think that it's wrong. So that's enough, right? Well, it's not enough for your kids. It's not enough for society for you to state an opinion. What you need to be able to do is state your opinion in fact and stand firm on the truth. Now, what does that look like? What's going to look different in any context, in any conversation? Because uh, there is this aspect of uh, treating one another uh, with with love and, and caring for our brothers and sisters, and also for those that are not our brothers and sisters. But truth is truth at the end of the day, and if truth is offensive, then so be it. If uh, you cause offense to someone by standing firm for what is right, for what is just, and for what is true, then you did the right thing at the end of the day. The point is not to save somebody's offense. Uh, the reality is uh, saving somebody's offense at the uh, risk of uh, their ignorance and continued living in ignorance is a rather hateful act. It's a rather hateful thing. If you know the truth and you have the truth and you know uh, what it is that is true, then why wouldn't you share that? Why wouldn't you state that? Why wouldn't you talk about that? Now, in next week's episode, we're going to talk more about okay, well, this has struck home for you. This has happened in your family or your, your f- close friends or, uh, or maybe your extended family or, or, or what have you. And we're going to talk about, okay, how do we move forward in this when uh, this sin issue has struck close to home? That's going to be next week's episode on Wednesday, uh, published at 6 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. 
For today's conversation, we're going to talk about uh, this issue in the view of the church and how do you deal with it with a church that is uh, pro-gay uh, lifestyle, pro-worshipping uh, the gay agenda, so to speak. And we're also going to talk about uh, the world. Uh, so we're going to look at both uh, sides of uh, this coin. They are two separate sides, uh, a very worldly church and then just the world, essentially. And we're going to uh, just look at those and uh, look at how we can approach uh, both of these areas because they are different. Uh, there are, is a different perspective that we must take in discussing and having dialogue with somebody from either of these two camps. For both of these two camps, the first thing that we need to do is decide upon and understand and commit to our basis of truth. For me uh, and for you, I would highly advise that you adopt the same mentality. It is the Word of God. It is the Bible. It is Scripture. It is the complete Holy Bible, the book, uh, the 66 love letters uh, that uh, were written for us. Some of them feel uh, a bit different than love letters, don't they? But uh, regardless of the fact, it is uh, God's holy inspired Word that is our foundation. That is our source of truth. That is the uh, the guideline for any discussion, for any dialogue, uh, when it comes down to why you believe what you believe. You can start in the very beginning from creation, from uh, the obvious intentionality behind Adam and Eve, and uh, there is a camaraderie there, there is a companionship there uh, that can, cannot be broken, and you can look through example after example in scripture uh, all the way throughout of, I mean, just the, the obvious nature of man and woman. And you can also see many examples of where uh, immorality, sexual immorality to be specific, is uh, rampant and uh, disgusting in the eyes of God. For us to take something that is so beautifully thought out and so beautifully created and mangle it and turn it into something evil is detestable by God and it should be detestable by us. So this being our basis, this being our understanding, you could uh, have uh, scripture upon scripture quoted and memorized, and you can throw that out in conversation, and there's going to be times when that is uh, relevant, and that is necessary, and that is something that you need to do. Uh, you could take a look at something as simple as uh, Romans uh, chapter 1, for example. I happen to be studying Romans right now with a group of guys, uh, going through it very slowly, and uh, Romans uh, 1 verses uh, 26 and 27 would be a great little snippet. It's, I mean, it's pretty clear. It's pretty obvious. It's, it's actually, it's so obvious in, uh, in the Word of God that's, uh, that, that we should really, really tread lightly uh, when it comes to uh, utilizing that as our uh, basis of argument, simply because, uh, and by tread lightly, I don't mean that you need to tiptoe around this. This is uh, the obvious thing, but. Uh, what I what I don't, what I try and avoid in any conversation is getting to a point where all I'm doing is quoting scripture at somebody as opposed to walking through it with them. Uh, that's what I mean by by tread lightly. Uh, there is a a gentle approach to the obvious nature of the Word of God here. I don't think that you can argue and contest anything uh, in 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 the Bible in in this nature. I don't think that you can. Uh, look at what is written there plainly and, uh, and, and, and not add to it or mangle it or, or completely dismantle the Word of God to, uh, to support a gay lifestyle. I just, I, like you have to completely butcher Scripture to make it uh, fit the agenda to uh, support a, a gay lifestyle. You absolutely do. And so because of that, because it is so blatantly obvious and so blatantly clear, 
I have been in conversations where I have uh, thrown a conversation out there, or I have thrown verses out there, and I have uh, just stuck to the well, well. No, this is this is what the Bible says. This is what it says right here. This is wrong. This is wrong because of X, Y, and Z. Like, don't you see that? Well, the problem is uh, they have already uh, heard of that and have come up with a reason why that's not true. And so I have I find that going through the Word of God and helping to make sure that people have an understanding of what it is uh, that the Word of God is is helpful in making sure that we're on the same page when it comes to interpreting the Word of God as well. Uh, as I mentioned last week, I was going to share uh, two stories, uh, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm going to in this episode, of gentlemen that I have talked to uh, who have come from uh, very different backgrounds and uh, who, who partake in a uh, homosexual lifestyle themselves, uh, one uh, from a church perspective and one from a, a non-church perspective. And so I'm going to share with you uh, what my few uh, coffee meetings were like with uh, these gentlemen and what the conversation was like and uh, what our, our relationship was like after the fact. And uh, not the strategies that I used, but just what the conversation was like. And I'm, again, like, I, I'm, I'm going to emphasize this right here, right now. Like, there's no, I don't think that there's any uh, one, two, three punch to convince somebody that they're living a life in sin. I, I don't think that that's the point, and, I, and I'm not of the perspective that uh, that should be our MO here, our, uh, our modus operandi. I don't think that that is uh, what, our, what our goal should necessarily be, is, is a one, two, three punch, I'm right, you're wrong. I, I think that this is a much more sensitive issue and something that should be uh, taken uh, with, uh, with care, with tender love and care. So, circling back to the Word of God, uh, know it, understand it, and and be willing to walk through that with somebody. Uh, so, I, I had a, a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Karthik. Uh, we met uh, doing some uh, some networking for a couple of business opportunities, and uh, we grabbed coffee. And uh, he uh, just within about ten minutes just started sharing his life story with me, and uh, we found uh, ourselves talking about Jesus very quickly. Uh, he had recently moved to the Seattle area and uh, was attending a church about uh, for about six months at the time that him and I met for coffee. And uh, this uh, was a, a gay-affirming church, and they uh, talked about God a little bit. He never heard the gospel. He didn't know that Jesus died for him. He didn't know that Jesus died for his sins. Uh, he didn't understand any of that, but this church claimed to be a Christian church. And so uh, when it came up in conversation that he was Christian, I, uh, I, I, I asked him more about that, and then I explained to him uh, what it means to be a Christian and, and, and so on and so forth. And uh, we talked about the Bible, and he had never seen one. And even going to church for six months, he had only seen packets. And uh, basically, uh, somebody was printing off bits and snippets of Scripture and utilizing that, but he never actually had or held a full Bible. And so uh, he ended up ordering the same study Bible that I use, and uh, we met uh, We met for about six to eight weeks of time, um, almost weekly for that six to eight weeks, and we just uh, got to know the Word of God together and got to know one another. Uh, now, he was struggling with uh, a... Uh, struggling with a desire towards and a bent towards uh, homosexuality. That was uh, his thing, but his background, uh, he was, uh, he was Hindu. Uh, previously to coming to the U.S., he lived in Chicago, finished school, and moved over here. And uh, he's a great guy. 
Uh, great guy. I had a great conversation with him, and I uh, hope that uh, he's doing very, very well today. This was this one was actually a couple of years ago, and uh, he he said something uh, that was interesting. He was very affirmed and very supported by the people that he was surrounded by here in the Seattle area, uh, but it still didn't feel right. Something still felt weird to him. Something still felt off, and uh, we talked a lot about that. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, we talked a lot about Jesus, guys. We talked so much about Jesus, and uh, I think it would it would make sense logically on the outside looking in to think that we talked about you know these reasons why uh, being gay is not okay. The reality is our meetings actually we hardly talked about that at all. Uh, what we talked about was the gospel and truth and creation and 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 what God has done and. Uh, and and why Jesus came, why Jesus died, and uh, and it was guys, it was it was beautiful conversations, time and time again. Uh, what happens next? I I don't know. He ended up moving and taking a job elsewhere, and we've we've lost touch since then. Uh, again, great guy. He's in my prayers regularly, and I think about him often, and and I pray that he was able to take what we talked about. Uh, that he was able to take uh, his uh, desire for more of the Word of God. Now I. I can't express that enough. The more we talked about the Bible, the more we got into Scripture together, the more he wanted to get into it more. Like that was uh, a beautiful thing. That uh, guys, I, I cannot, I, I can't emphasize that enough. When you walk through the Word with somebody, you, you can let you can let the words do the heavy lifting for you. And so that's why I'm going to go all the way back real quick to my first point there that I brought up. It's not about treading lightly and tiptoeing around the truth. Uh, it's about walking with somebody through this sensitive issue. This is a sensitive thing in people's lives. This isn't meant to be a Bible-thumping moment, but a rather, uh, let, let's walk through this together and, and discover this together. Because when you do, you realize that and you learn that sin is sin. Like, it just, it is. It's sin. You you don't get to say this sin is one type of sin and this sin's another type and because you're practicing this sin and I'm doing this one over here, but that one that you're doing is obvious and everybody can see it, so it's worse than what I'm doing in secret. Well, that's that's not the case. That's the reality is our sins separate us from God, and that's what's happening. There's separation from God on both the secret side and the public side. There's there's separation and that distance as it gets further and further away, as there's more and more distance created because of our sins, our sins become easier and easier to accept, easier and easier to be okay with. And that's an issue. So it takes me to my second conversation with a gentleman named Jonathan. Jonathan, great guy, another great guy. Uh, we're still in contact. Uh, we still maintain contact to this day. Uh, this conversation was, uh, this one sticks out to me uh, because we're still in contact today, but we met probably four years ago. Uh, and uh, and we got coffee regularly. Our offices happened to be uh, fairly close together, and we got coffee uh, fairly regularly for a while there. And uh, Jonathan had uh, been around, been in church, been uh, he he would say he grew up kind of at church. He was sent to a camp to get the gay taken out of him, uh, and that was kind of his upbringing. And you know, it didn't work. Uh, that's not. Uh, that, that that just wasn't uh, wasn't the solution for him, and uh, so uh, we had uh, a couple of just absolutely great coffee meetings again. Uh, not about being gay, not about what it means to be gay, not about living and being gay, but rather uh, about the gospel. And he got to hear and walk through and 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 really hear the gospel for perhaps the first time. 
And there was a one meeting in particular where uh, he he got watery eyed. I got watery eyed, and we're talking about what what Jesus did for us on the cross. And uh, and and he left that meeting going, "Wow, you know, I've not thought about it that way. I've not heard about it that way." Now he hasn't uh, repented or turned from said lifestyle. He's not uh, running in the opposite direction yet, maybe ever. Uh, that's not my job to to fix or to change or to uh, to to correct beyond what has already been said, what has already been done. Uh, but in both of these conversations, I wanted to sh- share these with you guys because uh, these weren't a one-and-done conversation sort of a deal. These were relationships that were built over a repetitive meeting. And the one, other than coffee, the one thing that was uh, consistent uh, in uh, bo- both of these uh, stories for both these guys is that we walked through the word together. We talked about uh, the foundation of uh, of the Christian faith together. And and I didn't uh, sit there and quote verses or throw things uh, their way as uh, as proof or as reasoning or as uh, hey, this is this is why you're wrong. Uh, but rather, I, I I let the word of God do the heavy lifting. And that is my encouragement to you guys today. As you find yourself with opportunities to have these conversations, have them, have them. Grab, grab the Word of God. Open it up together and and look through it together. Discuss that together. Go through this journey together because uh, this individual that you are talking with, that you're meeting with, that you are having this conversation with, that you're praying with, they've been hearing from somewhere that what they're doing is okay. And what they're doing is rights, and what they're doing is actually exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And that's the issue. They've been influenced. They've had the continual influence going on. And I'm not going to uh, say that there isn't same-sex attraction. I'm not going to be somebody that's going to say that at all, because uh, I, I do think that uh, there are many people that struggle with same-sex attraction. What you do with that attraction is the issue. I'm attracted to sin, too. There are sins in my life that are attractive and that uh, could and would and, and have at times drawn me into them repetitively. So I can't uh, sit here and, and tell you that you're not uh, sexually attracted to someone of the same gender as you, whether male to male, female to female, whatever. I, I can't tell you that. And I'm not going to tell you that because I absolutely believe that that could be something that you're wrestling with, that you are struggling with. The beautiful thing is, Regardless of that, what what God is and what He has done and who He is is far better than even uh, your sin and my sin. He's far better. And uh, this life is temporary. And if it means uh, putting aside what you feel like fulfills you to find out what will truly fulfill you for this temporary life, then that's what I'm all about. I, I would rather walk with you in that uh, then see you uh, choose uh, temporary happiness and forego eternal joy. So uh, the two conversations that, that I had that I wanted to share with you, there there have been more, and, and you guys will have more, and you'll have more opportunities to, and you probably have already had many opportunities to have these conversations. And this is uh, the, the beautiful thing about conversation is that you can continue to have conversation and continue to open up more and more doors and discuss and dialogue these issues with non-believers and with believers alike.
which takes us to our uh, secondary uh, topic, our issue, our discussion for this episode, and that is, okay, what do I do if the church down the road or if my friend goes to a church where uh, this lifestyle is affirmed, celebrated, worshipped even? What do I do then? That, friends, is a different, different issue altogether. That is where conversation is still necessary, uh, still must be had. Uh, but I believe that this is this is where uh, there's less tiptoeing and and perhaps more uh, more more blatant uh, discussion. Now, doing so, keeping the fruit of the spirit in mind, uh, don't go storming the castle gates and burning down the building. Uh, that would not be uh, a wise thing to do. I would not be practicing the fruit of the Spirit whatsoever, or wisdom at all. You going to jail or potentially hurting somebody, not necessary. What is necessary is, uh, again, walking through the Word together, uh, looking at the Word together, and contending for the faith. Uh, this is where you're going to get opposition that's going to uh, it's going to look uh, that's going to look different than what the world is going to say. You see, uh, when you talk to somebody who is not of a Christian background or or having an affirmed Christian faith in this way, uh, you're just talking to somebody who's living in sin but doesn't realize it or doesn't care, and they're coming from the, the world, and it is what it is. And that's a different conversation than somebody who believes that uh, God made them this way and that uh, it is uh, the way that uh, they're meant to live and that they're going to live that out and that God is okay with it. That's an entirely different conversation. To the one who doesn't uh, care about God or doesn't have a faith and isn't involved and isn't looking for the church to affirm their lifestyle, to that conversation, I, I highly advise grabbing the Word of God and walking through that, praying for that person. If you're not praying for these people, then uh, you're honestly, you're, you're not engaged, not involved at all. Uh, absolutely add these people to your prayers, these people in your in your life that you know of. Add them to your prayers. Pray that God would reveal the truth to them. Pray that they would uh, learn and realize what, uh, what what is true. Now, to those who are in the church uh, propo- proposing that uh, God created them this way, that this is an okay lifestyle, this is meant to be, I, I, I tend to... I tend to get a bit more uh, outspoken and a bit more uh, blunt in these conversations, and I don't know that that's the best thing. Uh, In reality, uh, even as I've been talking and recording this episode, uh, what is probably more ideal is doing the same thing that you would to a non-believer and expecting and kind of treating this person as a non-believer and walking through the truth together and looking at Scripture together. Because the reality is they've probably heard it twisted and, and, and mangled and, uh, and changed to edify their choices and their lifestyle. And that's, that's what they're holding on to. They may not have actually even ever researched it or looked into it themselves. I, you don't know. And so I would walk through the word with them. Uh, but in the same vein, be prepared to contend and to point out the truth and to call out your brother. Because if you believe that this individual is uh, is a believer, that they believe that Jesus died for their sins, and that they're just choosing to take this sin and say that this sin is okay, then that's where you have a bit more of a foundation to stand on and, and call that to light. It still probably needs to be done with uh, grace, love, and, and care, though, doesn't it? So, in summary, in summary, what do you do? you have conversations. 
and they're going to be uncomfortable, and they're going to be kind of weird sometimes, and some people are going to say some interesting things. You need to know what it is that you believe. You need to know why you believe it, and you need to be willing to defend that. You need to be willing to defend the truth because the reality is the world is going to continue to take this uh, this sexual immorality train is going to continue to take it and ride it as long as it possibly can. It's going to take it and it's going to twist it and it's going to twist it up until it is beyond unrecognizable. It may already be there and it's going to continue. Why? Because it's confusing. It's confusion and it's chaos and why, why would evil not want to uh, continue to push through and try and prevail in this area? And so it's going to take people being courageous, and, and stepping up. It's going to take men being willing to talk about it. Quit avoiding the conversation. Quit avoiding the issue and, and talk about it. It's an issue, and the world's going to continue twisting this thing up. So get in the mix. Get in the fray. Let's, uh, let's not be afraid or timid or shy about this conversation, but let's be willing to step up and speak the truth. With that, gentlemen, if you got anything, any, any, any wisdom, anything that's helpful out of this episode, please do not hesitate to share it. Also, if you want to help out the podcast, you want to help it grow, uh, leave a uh, review uh, on whichever platform you are currently streaming on. Uh, leave a review. We would love to have that uh, five-star review uh, added in there and continue to move us up in the rankings so that we can reach more men uh, with the truth. Love you guys. Praying for you. Talk to you soon.